Well, our moms think we're funny. Yeah, it's kind. Of, yeah, it's kind of. It's dumb. It's definitely is dumb. But yeah, it's it's. It's like well, we're not going to talk about like you know the like the the great dwarven massacre or blah 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 that happened like because that didn't happen anymore. Oh, it didn't. So then these guys don't have any kind of grudge or beef. Like, you know, those are the kind of things that make people grow up to be a certain thing. It's what makes, you know, that particular like race of people grow up to think and feel a certain way because, you know, our people were treated like this or we lived in this kind of area, you know, and because of that, we grew up like this. Well, Mm -hmm. if you take that away, then you're taking away like everything that that gives that character any kind of like any I don't want to say special it, it gives it takes away everything that they're built on so now they're just it's 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 like they like they expect you to add all that stuff in yourself you know? but yeah like, yeah but, but I can't because if but let's say you have two people that are playing the same type of of uh, they're playing the same type of of a uh, race. I want to portray mine like this. I want to portray mine like that. I mean, you can say mm-hmm. that they're from from their different classes, right? Or like from uh, from different uh, like tribes or something. But yep, yeah. But they should still have something, uh, some kind of alignment. You know, they, they should still have some kind of of core that they draw off of. They they can't be you know completely opposite of one another and say that there's that they're both the same kind of race and that they both kind of believe the same things. Well, clearly you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Like there, there has to be certain proclivities for fantasy races because it's, it's not like humanity where it's like, yeah, any human can be anything. I get that. But it's like in fantasy, those types of things exist for a reason. And that that's like, Fantasy as a genre exists for a reason. I've been reading a lot of G.K. Chesterton lately. And, like, one of Chesterton's better-known quotes is that, like, fairy tales are so important because they not only tell us that dragons truly exist, but they tell us that dragons can be slain. And it's it's that kind of thing. It's like, fantasy as a genre exists because it's like, it tells you the goblins are the bad guys, the orcs are the bad guys, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like how, however you want to slice it, it's like in fantasy. If you can't count on a drow to be a traitorous bastard, then what is even the point? Like, why do we have all like all of these wikis and stuff? Why do we have all of these lore books and stuff explaining the history of like Faerun and Eberron and all that? If none of it matters, you know what you just made me think of. Mm-hmm. When you're like, if you can't count a drow to, you know. I was I was thinking to myself, you know, you know, you can't count on Melanie, but you can always mm-hmm. count on Melanie to be Melanie. I was hoping you would you would catch that. That's <laughs> what I was driving towards. <laughs> but you know, I was uh, so the other day I was flipping through TV and um, and I forget what I was looking at, but then it had uh, you now when I'm looking through TV and I'm like, oh, say who are the actors in this movie? And I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that person, that person. So I was looking through and I saw this uh, this really uh, cute. Uh, I guess she was maybe Indian, um, and uh, I because it, it, I'm, I'm sure it said where she like where she was born, but I could I can't remember right now. 
So, so I was like, huh, I wonder what else she's been in. Sometimes I'll see a person that, that, and they'll, they'll look familiar and I'm like, they look like the person from this movie, but do I like, do I know them? So I was looking her up and, um, and I saw that she was in the, it was a TV series and the TV series, um, showed like the, 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 um, just like the, the, the image, the the box image or whatever for the TV series or the like uh, thumbnail for it showed these people all gathered around a table, and on mm-hmm. the table was a guy. He was laying. He was wearing like a white lab coat, and he was laying on his back. And he's and he's like I came by his side. He's laying on his back and he's looking up, and all the other people are are gathered around the table on both sides, and they're looking up too. And I was like, huh. It's like, you know, as soon as I saw that, that looks like the uh, like the image for the TV series House. But clearly it's not. I mean, because these people are all are all like Indian or they like said uh, whatever like that culture reason region is. Um, right, right. And I was like, but I'll be damned if that doesn't look like the like the the um, like the the image for uh, for House. And it was, it was that regional version of, of house. Yeah. And then of course that made me think of like the office where, you know, the office became so popular that, you know, it's been adapted into, and like, I forget how many different countries all have their own like cultural version of, of the office. Mm-hmm. But that's goes right into what we're saying is that, these places have their own cultural version of it without a lore, without a background, without something that, that differentiate, differentiates you from everyone else. Then the American version is just fine because you're all yeah. the same. You don't have any kind of background that would make that would establish you as being different. I don't need to take this show and make it into a foreign version of it that fits, you know, your understanding of the world or how things work. No, the American version is, will work just fine because you're all the same. Right. Yeah. Like, no, you, you, you know, it's, it's like, like, I don't like most British humor. I can't get into it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, why? But part of it's a cultural thing. Not in D and D. Not in D and D like six edition. <laughs> cultural. Cultural. <laughs> the wharves. <laughs> So I mean it's so yeah we, I mean kinda, it, we, we haven't said what we're both thinking or what we talked about before uh, before the mic became hot you stupid son of a bitch um, <laughs> 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 you heard about that right uh, yes yes I did <laughs> uh, I also heard about him calling that guy and saying nothing personal kid yeah. <laughs> so. Which of, of course, I'm I'm sure you've heard. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you've heard Grace say multiple times that anime meme. Nothing personnel, kid. Because <laughs> so, somebody made a typo on like four chan or something. Oh, uh, that's great. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, the the thing that that we've been kind of like dancing around that we haven't said yet um, is. 
why do we think that they made this decision? Yeah. <laughs> you, you want to rip that band-aid off or shall I? Oh yeah, I, I, don't, I don't mind at all. <laughs> and, and you, I think you, you said it best. You've already said it best, like already, uh, since we've been recording, but you, you said it best that during, uh, before the, before the mics were on, which is they don't seem to know their audience, mm-hmm. which is, it seems as though they're trying to be more racially and culturally relevant by stripping away any kind of biases and saying, no, 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 no. Everyone's equal in the eyes of, well, wait a minute. You guys can't have multiple gods because you're all the same. There's no cultural reason why you should have a different god. So you guys are all the same in the eyes of Lathander. Mm-hmm. Right? And I just picked him because I, I, I can't think of any other, like, you know, like D&D god right now. Yeah, I, I harp a lot on Lathander in my game, I guess. <laughs> so, but I'm saying, like, but without, without that, um... Without that, you don't have any other gods because you don't have a cultural need for one. Mm-hmm. So, so you basically only have one god. But again, like you were saying, the whole reason that we do any of this, uh, play in these games, is because we want the fantasy. We want to step out of you know the idea or the you know our regular selves and for you know some time be someone different. Even even if that person is someone that I don't like, so mm-hmm. take take for example, um, uh, what's it? Um, hold on, I'm trying to think of it, of his name. Uh, crap, what's his name? Wonka Merlin. Uh, Wonka Merlin. I'm trying to think of what the what the hell the guy's name is um, that, <laughs> that you play with. Uh, you're always like, yeah, me and... Uh, oh, Camelot? Yeah, Camelot. See, I was close. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Merlin... Yeah, yeah there's there's some association there. <laughs> Wonka, Merlin, that's all the same. Um, <laughs> but, so, you're, you're like, yeah, Camelot and I, blah, 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 blah. Well, so, Camelot um, is, is in the game that, uh, that I'm uh, playing with you, right? Mm-hmm. And he played a character named Slick. <laughs> oh, Slick. So, why don't you explain, <laughs> if you don't mind, Slick? So, Slick was uh, basically driven on base, like, T-Rex brain. His whole goal was just satiating hunger. And he didn't think about anything outside of that, and it's like, am I sleepy? Am I hungry? Am I horny? Though that that was Slick's brain function right there. Yeah, so he, he had a very a very low intelligence, right? Uh, yeah, he was rocking a six intelligence, so he was at a minus two modifier. So, but on top of that, though, Slick also was the personification of evil, was he not? <laughs> He was such a chaotic, evil douchebag. <laughs> so please, please, since you're since you're talking about him, inform the, our listeners of what he would do when he went to a new town. <laughs> so Slick was he he was kind of a fish dude, but like racially, he was a grung. 
And so the rules of Grung in 5e are that because they're little like fishy frog dudes is that you've got to soak in water for at least an hour every day or else you dry out and you take on levels of exhaustion. So Slick would soak in the town's water supply to get his water soaked in. The problem is he was the type of Grung that is poisonous to touch. So he would basically poison every town's water supply that the party went through. Kind of a bastard, really. <laughs> okay, um, so, uh, so we, uh, through, through Okomi's campaign, we ended up, um, taking a trip to heaven, and, uh... Long story. Uh, I'm sorry? Long story. Long story. <laughs> and while we were there... While we were there in heaven, there was basically a big map of the world. And on the map of the world were various people and creatures and things and that. And when no one else was looking because they'd all left the room, Slick went and took all the monsters from the map and put them all in one area. So now this town is being overrun and constantly besieged by monsters of all shapes and sizes and everything else just constantly because of what he did. That's not yep. a character that someone would typically play. I mean, you would probably play it for a little while. And he did. He played it for a little while. And he's like, okay, now this is boring because this character has no growth. Yeah. But that's not someone that you're going to play for a long for long term, but it's something that, that you would do to have fun with and say, I want to play someone who's completely just amoral and just a, an all-around horrible, horrible person. And on top of it all, I'm going to give them a low intelligence. So even though they, they're doing bad, they can't really say that they're doing bad <laughs> for the sake of, you know, wanting to do bad things. Like yep. it, they're doing it because they're like, uh, I guess it's bad, or maybe it is, or I don't know, you know. So, but you wouldn't just normally play a game like that. If you're going to play a D and D game, you're going to pick someone heroic, someone X, someone Y. You're not going to pick someone like him, which yeah, is what, somebody with a goal to achieve, right? Which is what more people should do. But it's what the game is designed to do. It's designed for you to play these type of characters to, to you know, just branch out uh, from just your, your normal self. Mm-hmm. But all of that has to have some kind of lore to it or else you re- every time you play someone, you ha- don't, you, there's no reason for you to play any differently than you played the last character. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what what is even the point? I mean, that, that would be how I would challenge people. Like, e- even if you're, like, relatively new to role-playing or, or D&D or whatever, it's like, just re-watch Lord of the Rings and think about it from the perspective that all the given stereotypes about those races are true. That, like, elves are hoity-toity, they're foppish dandies, they don't like dwarves. Dwarves are grungy coal miners, they hate elves, and hobbits are not adventurers. They're not supposed to be adventurers. They've spent thousands and thousands of years breeding to not be adventurers. And watch the movie from that perspective and compare it to just saying, oh, this could have been anybody. This this could have been the adventures of, of like, 
Grandpa Joe and the Greasy Boys. Like, what makes for a better story? Right. And that's ultimately what D&D is about. Ultimately, at the end of the day, D&D is about telling characters' stories. That's that's what I consider my duty as a DM, is to tell those characters' stories, you know? Oh, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, and it's... I mean, we, we're kind of saying the same thing over and over again, but, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's the the idea that that you can be and do something that you normally wouldn't or couldn't or or what have you. Yeah. But yeah. you but there's I said there's there's a whole background to that. And when you're choosing a character, you know, part of what you do is you choose them based upon who they are. You choose them based upon their background. You know? Mm-hmm. And if you if you remove all that, you remove everything that makes them unique and different And and you and you're then you're actually then at that point changing the you're you're changing that world to look nothing like the world you're in, and I yeah, guess I know yeah. I know that the world you're in doesn't look anything like the D and D world, but it kind of goes back to um, and I'm not sure if I had this conversation with you or not, but when you're if you're writing a science fiction story, making a science fiction movie or whatever, right? Sometimes, like let's say, for example, if you take a look at the at the 1950s sci-fi movies, their technology mm-hmm. is so dumb. I mean, I can't, that's <laughs> yes, the only way I can is. put it. Their technology is so dumb. It's like, wait, wait, you guys are supposed to be in the 1950s. This is supposed to be a depiction of like what it's supposed to be like in like 2022, and it looks like what it looks like in like 1957. Like, yeah, it yeah. doesn't. It doesn't look like it's that far in the future. Well, there's a reason why. Because if you make it too futuristic, people can't relate to it. I don't mm-hmm. understand that. It's too far above me. Like, how did? Like, wh- why? Why is that that way? How did you get there? That that's you know you've got to you've got to be one or two steps away from current technology, but. But in a way that the person can still track how they got there. Yeah, yeah. Like logical steps, logical steps. If you take a fantasy world, which for all intents and purposes is supposed to be, if you want to look at it that way, is several millennia older than where we are now. So that's like, that's, you would kind of look at it and say, that was our past, you know? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily that it's an alternate universe because you don't really look at it that way for a D&D thing. You're like, this is, you know, something from our past, uh, back when people, you know, magic used to rule the land and that kind of stuff. But if you take away all this other stuff, now I don't recognize it. It's nothing like yep. my world. And it's not my past yep. anymore. Now it's something completely foreign to me that I can't relate to. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, so we've been going for about an hour, so this this will probably be my last major contribution. <laughs> but um, I do want to toss out this little caveat, which is to say, I'm fine with your character being an exception to the rule about your class races, or about your like racial characteristics. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. But that's because the rule exists. Like, that's what makes them exceptional. 
Like, if you want to say that you're an elf who's obsessed with technology instead of being a tree hugger, that's fine. But that's because elves typically are tree huggers. If you completely remove that, that, that given generalization about elves, then that no longer makes your character unique. Right. So, I mean, that, that's like the biggest thing I want to say to that is like, you know, we're, we're not saying you have to fit into this mold. I'm just, just like, this mold has to exist in order for your character to be unique. And it's also what gives your, your character the ability to grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it gives your character something to develop past. It's just like, I, I don't know, just like, Drizzt would have been the most boring character of all time if Drow were the way wizards were currently describing them. It's like, it's just, just a waste of 40 books. <laughs> yeah, and it's like you said, they, uh, they, they don't know their audience, like, People mm-hmm. that play this aren't asking for this. They're not wanting this. You're taking you're taking away something that that no one asked you to. Like you're like, but I mean, and we're, we're speculating what the reason is, right? We don't really know what mm-hmm. the reason is, but but like, no one asked for this when and you you're like. What is what is your reason for it? I mean, are you just are you trying to be, um, are you trying to be uh, like? Well, we want to do it before before we're kind of forced to do it in a sense, you know. Um, right, right. Uh, or is it, 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 it? Go ahead. No, say or I mean, because I'm going to say I I I doubt seriously if you're doing it because. You you honestly think that that it makes sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels more like a fear reaction more so than improving the game. And it's like, oh shit, you know, if if you want to improve the game, then you know, talk talk to us players. As a DM, I would love to contribute on like, hey, fix your CR system, guys. Like, I'd be way more excited to figure out that like. Hey, we've we've adjusted the system so that a CR8 monster is actually an appropriate challenge for a party of CR8 adventures, you know? Right. <laughs> because how many times have we dealt with that in my game where oh, God, I've had seven. you guys fighting a CR8 and you guys either fucking nuke it within two rounds or it's like eight rounds in, everybody's half dead and it's like I'm sorry, it's two CRs below you guys. Like yeah. wizards need to fucking fix that shit. They don't need to like suddenly say, "Oh, Look, Drow are black, but they're not bad guys, okay? I mean, I, their their focus is in completely the wrong area. Oh, so uh, real quick, um, explain explain what CR is. Oh, that's a challenge rating. Ostensibly, a challenge rating is you you take a monster that is like challenge rating four, and that should be a decent challenge for your party of fourth level adventurers. Ostensibly, but uh. 5e is a little bit of a mess when it comes to that, and that's not always the case. Yeah, because we've had we've had several times where we're we're you know we're struggling with something. And you're like, why? Are, like th- this should have been easy for you guys. Like this thing has almost killed the entire party. Like how is that possible? It shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And 
and you're like, it's only a CRX. And it's like, well, but I mean, I don't know. Like, it, and then we'll come up against something else. And you're like, wow, you made short work of that. Like, I was expecting this fight to go a lot longer. And then you guys just took it down. And this is CRX. And it's like, oh, well, mm-hmm. lucky shot, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah, like- when we went to the church where Slick took over. No, no. Yeah, it was, it was a church where Slick took over, and the things came mm-hmm. out out of the out of the uh, the the one the one barn or whatever it was. The uh, yeah, yeah, the skin kites, right? And we took those down fairly quickly. And you, if I remember, and you were expecting them to be a little bit more of a threat, weren't you? Um. Oh no, you're thinking the opposite. I had a displacer beast in that barn. That's it. The displacer and beast. and a displacer beast is CR three, so it's challenge rating three. It should be a real struggle for a party of third level characters. You guys were level seven at the time, almost a TPK. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, how the fuck can you guys not kill a displacer beast? You're five levels higher than you're supposed to be for this to be a challenge for you. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, it didn't make any sense. And you could say, well, you know, it could just be like the, um, you know, bad dice rolls or something. That, that That's possible because... It happens. Oh, man. It, it, I, you know, I think we all know that critical role can... You just call it just critical. Uh, but... Um, so sometimes that does happen, but... It, but this wasn't one of those cases where it was just like bad dice. Like, bro, we were just not, we weren't hitting on anything. And it sucked. I'm pretty sure our mage hit it with a fireball and it just like tanked it and kept on moving. It's like, there, there's no reason that should have lasted more than three rounds. And that, that thing had everybody bloodied by the end of the fight. Yeah. <clears throat> And I'll just, I'm just going to put this out there that, you know, our mage is, is the stereotypical one that you, that you like hear about in memes and stuff is like, I don't care. Like, you know, was it, I don't mm-hmm. care. Like who's I didn't ask how big the room is. Right. I, I said fireball. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. She has burned down numerous villages at this point. Thanks to fireball. And, uh, yeah, like like that that would have excited me if Wizards had said, "Hey, by 2024 we're going to have 6th edition and we fixed the CR thing." Be like, "God, yes. Tell me more, please." And instead it's like, "Oh, we've we've decided that this is offensive about rabbit folk, so, you know, we're removing that from the game." Right. All right, go off, I guess. Yeah, it's and again, I don't think anybody asked for that uh, because you. I mean, you really are just you're you're taking that fantasy world and you're just you're crippling it. Mm-hmm. And and this is coming from someone who is not a huge D and D like player. Like, I, so I'm not as invested in the world as others that do play it that do know it. You know, like like Camelot. You know, that mm-hmm. knows it so well. Camelot, who's been playing since, like, second edition, yeah. Right. But I do know from from my playing, like, part of it, like, when I picked uh, my character, my recent character, like, I wanted to play a guy who, you know, for all intents and purposes is a, you know, it was a samurai, but I wanted him to be from this area. I wanted him to have those kind of sensibilities. The whole thing about him was that he, you know, grew up in a certain area, and he's kind of... uh, 
seeing the, the world, which is much different than the world he grew up in because of, you know, they do things differently and, and kind of uh, just seeing more and learning more about that world was, was fascinating to him. Mm-hmm. And I get to, well, I'm supposed to be playing him like that, where like these things are fascinating. But at the same time, though, his fascination only goes so far to where he's like, yeah, I'm fascinated, but um, I also want to uh, believe that there should be some kind of order around here. Mm-hmm. You know, and but you can't, like, you know, that's why I picked him under under 6E. I would have no reason to pick him as opposed to anybody else. And then I would just, right. I would just make that up myself. Be like, oh yeah, well my guy, it's kind of like, kind of like when image was first founded, you know? Right. <laughs> and, and it was like, and you know, uh, Mark Sylvester was like, well, my guys are, they're, they're uh, like my version of the X-Men, only they're not mutants. And then mm-hmm. they're, they're cyborgs. And then Jim Lee was like, yo, well, my guys are like my version of the X-Men, but they're not mutants or cyborgs. They're aliens. And then Tom McFarlane was like, my guy's the most powerful guy in the whole universe. Like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) My guy's even stronger than Superman. So uh, we're done here. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're actually even getting rid of alignments in 6th edition. I'd have to check with Camelot on that to be sure. But yeah, I I think they're even throwing out the whole like lawful good, chaotic good, neutral good stuff. So just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, just like do, do what feels good in the moment. It's like... No, because, like, shit, in, in my Sunday game, we've got a chaotic evil necromancer, and, like, that's been a huge debate for two weeks now. We we found a goblin baby in the caves, and she's decided to adopt it as her own. It's like, no, you're chaotic evil and a necromancer. Like, the the best we could hope for out of you as a character is to, like, smash this thing against the wall so you can reanimate it. That's what your character class and alignment tells us about you and like so obviously she's completely in favor of 6e yeah right but it's like no you've you've spent like the past two three months being a chaotic evil necromancer you can't suddenly be like oh look at the little baby well that's what <laughs> not how it works <laughs> that was one of one of some of the the party's complaints more of like ribbing than complaints but complaints about my character which is that like you're supposed to be like chaotic good but don't piss him off. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you are never playing, you, you feel like you hardly ever play the character like chaotic good. You know, like. <laughs> we always said you were chaotic emotion. <laughs> yep, yep. So, so if you, like, if you take away alignment, then they, everything just becomes a wild, wild west. Yeah, then it's just like your character's just whatever you decide to be. And. Then basically everybody's living in a giant Lobo comic, and nobody wants that. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, if like you, you you would have no reason for anybody to be, you know, like even a paladin wouldn't even be a paladin. Yeah, you have, yeah, you it's like you might as well to. get rid of paladins and clerics because why serve a god? <laughs> oh God, I mean, just think about think about if anybody could wield a holy avenger. Oh jeez. Then like, what's the point? It's like a bunch of outlaws with maces of disruption. It's like it's just not gonna. It's not supposed to happen. It's not supposed to be that way. I mean, you you actually could could like you could you could you could do, you could pull a complete Family Guy. 
I'm a paladin with a holy avenger and the helm of disintegration, and I'm a black guy. Like, it's a trifecta, baby. It's going to be my next boss fight for the game. So this guy shows up there, and he's he's dressed like a paladin, and you can tell he's got to be a paladin, but he's got, because he's got a holy avenger, but he's also wearing a helm of disintegration. And he goes, and Luxian goes, what the fuck do y'all want? You're like, oh, <laughs> thing is i think you're the only one of my players who would have gotten that joke so (laughs) i love that i love that joke it's one of my favorite jokes (laughs) every once in a while family guy strikes gold like i i still greatly prefer american dad but every once in a while you get ones where it's like that's pretty good (laughs) i love that paladins can't wield the helmet disintegration oh and I'm a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just watching the clip on Facebook um, either today or yesterday where um, Peter's doing crack because he's mad at Ryan for drinking so much. Where'd you get crack? <laughs> From blacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got it from Black's Hardware Store from a white guy with dreadlocks. <laughs> government took my baby (laughs) oh that's so good oh man yeah but hey we've been going for about an hour 15 yeah so i think we can land this plane um didn't get a ton of laughs in this one but i i really needed to rant to um to somebody who understands the importance of good writing so yeah i mean I, I I mean I get it. I mean it's 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 all about crafting a world. And to me, if you can't sell you can't sell something like that game if you don't if you don't have a good world. I mean, just think think about how much things that, what things that are sold to you just in regular advertisement. Or if you just take like your your average commercial, and what's the first thing they do is they they hit you with you know they build a world. Even if even that world only consists of like the living room, they build a world for you so you can understand like what it is that that they're trying to like where you are and what it is that they're trying to sell to you. Mm-hmm. But they can't do that unless they build the world. In this case, they're trying to sell you something, but they're trying to unbuild the world. Yeah, they're like, they're like, they're like, like no, you build the world yourself, but I'm still going to sell you this thing. No, you're not. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's a crazy I'm, thought, man. Yeah, I just like I have to wonder how far it's gonna go because it's like, well, are you gonna start doing that with like angels and demons and Asimars and tieflings and stuff? It's like at at what point does it just like become enough is enough? Because yeah, like man, I I would hope that I could just walk into a dungeon and see a Baylor and know, oh, this is a problem, right. Like, I'd, I'd be a little bit miffed if the DM was like, well, uh, he was friendly, he was going to sell you guys items. It's like, excuse the fuck out of me, it's it's a chaotic evil devil. <laughs> like, no, 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 not anymore. He went through uh, he went through devil conversion uh, therapy, so. <laughs> Hi, my name's Joe. Uh, yeah, I know that's kind of scary looking here, but uh, yeah, that's not me anymore, man. Um, I'm practicing <laughs> yoga and, uh, you know, I've just kind of centered my chi and I realized that, you know, I don't have to take souls to find my own soul, you know? <laughs> um, 
to, to quote Wreck-It Ralph. Thanks, Satan. <laughs> it's Satine. <laughs> Just because you were bad guy does not mean you are bad guy. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, hope, hopefully that's uh, that's not exactly what they're doing. You know, maybe, maybe they're pulling a whole uh, maybe they're pulling a whole Sonic the Hedgehog movie, you know? I doubt it, but maybe they are. That would be nice. I mean, they've got two whole years to get their heads out of their asses, so hopefully at some point they're going to be like, hey, those of you with DMing experience, does this strike you as somewhat retarded? Because, boy, I'll be in on that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I can see now they're 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 gonna get bombarded with like you know people that's like yeah we need uh we need like twenty thousand signatures in this scroll so that we can uh, launch a petition. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they're all be making fifteen thousand fake accounts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Knowing you, you would actually go all out. You know, it's like this is, uh. Ragathon the fifth, like elder of the whatever clan is like, and his father was it. It would be like a whole thing, man. <laughs> like Thor Odin's son, you know. Ah, all right. So, yep, yeah, that's uh, that's the rumor on what the Wizard of the Coast is doing, and you know, it, I just got to say. And I haven't really been much associated with Wizard of the Coast, you know, since my days of the comic book store. But even then, when they were making Magic and when they first bought uh, TSR, people were like, this is not good. Because they're going to run TSR the way they do Magic. And the way they do like the other CCGs and stuff. And I think so far, they've kind of proven them wrong. But at the same time, they've also kind of proven them right. And I think mm-hmm. this is more of a of a of a push into like the kind of proven right kind of direction. I mean, to, just just yep. imagine, just imagine if like you went to go play Magic, and like there weren't like there wasn't like a like the the grassland or the swamp or it's like there was like all plains. Yep. Yeah. And no matter what, it's just all plains. That's the still that's the only mana that there is now, just plains. <laughs> it's like Pokemon with all colorless energy. <laughs> right. It's like, like, okay, well, you're like one step away from just like, oh, yeah, you don't have to put energy on there if you don't want to. It's like, oh, uh, say, what do you have uh, there? Dual lands? Let me see that card there. Lands. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope they come around, but, uh, but yeah, like, uh, I'm I'm subbed to a lot of D and D groups on Facebook, and people have been blowing the fuck up over this. So it's like, you know what? This bothers me a lot. I'm gonna complain about it on our podcast because that's what I do. <laughs> okay, I don't know why this just popped into my head, and it just I don't. It's just me. For some reason, I just had this this image in my head of a of a comic strip of a beholder um, at the obstetrician and. And the doctor's going, so it looks like you have a cataract in your third, fifth, seventh, and tenth eye. 
That feels like a far side. I think we could could do something like that in the vein of a far side. Uh, Yeah, we gotta make a note of that. (laughs) You see a... uh, you see the beholder sitting in a chair and the uh and the optometrist has like like I don't know, like twenty other like helpers all in there with like a black paddle covering up all his other eyes. <laughs> Alright, so my name is Turk one eighty two. And I'm a Comey. And uh this has been another episode of Our Mom's Think We're Funny. Yeah, it's been fun. Thanks for joining us. Holy shit, we wouldn't be funny without lore. I wouldn't be able to make any black jokes. <laughs> well, I mean, without lore, we wouldn't have Kid Anakin or Racist Bane or the School for the Gifted. Yeah, our lore is everything. Yeah. You know you know what it really is? Is, is Wizard of the Coast is trying to get away from having to teach critical gnome theory? <laughs> no? Yeah, I don't care what anybody says. Rock gnomes are better with machinery than, than the other gnomes. Just yeah. to get them. Yeah, they, I mean, they, they were they, they they are like genetically bred to be better. I mean, just how it is. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> oh, well, that's it for us. Yep. Bye, everybody. Zang, yo. The the dwarf accost never happened. <laughs> we don't know if the dwarf accost ever really happened, but what we do know is that this invisibility potion will turn you invisible. <laughs> right there folks that was our moms think we're funny let's uh let's give them a hand <laughs>